Welcome to Go Yard with Mama Mac, helping you to hit a home run in life when you feel like striking out. Hey everybody out there in radio land, this is Mama Mac along with my co-host Dr. Angel Falzoni and we are here again tonight live with a great show and I'm excited about this show Dr. Angel, aren't we always though I think? Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't think we've done a show that we're not excited about. And you know what? Because our topics are fantastic. And if you are new to listening to Go Yard, this is all about uh, hitting a home run in life instead of striking out. It's a life coaching show, kind of like free counseling, you know, which a lot of people, we all need some, some advice from time to time on how to take care of issues in our lives. And we welcome you to get involved in the show. And from time to time, we have people that call in and if you would like to do that no matter where you're located you may do that the number is 727-441-3000 727-441-3000 we also have a texting number that you can use 24 7 anytime doesn't have to be during the show the call-ins have to be during the show live which is uh this time six o'clock eastern uh, on Thursday nights, but we are also on the Starcom Media at five o'clock Eastern, and that is not live. It's like a week later. So, but uh, we welcome you to get involved with the shows. Text in seven two seven eight 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 four one seven one. If you're just now grabbing a pen, I'm going to repeat that one more time, and we would love to hear from you in a text or call in during the show or. Anytime when the show is not actively going on, that's okay. You can still text us. And that happens, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. 727-888-4171. Welcome Starcom Media listeners scattered around the globe, along with all of our TAN Talk listeners in the Tampa Bay area. And we are excited about tonight. This is part two of Get Out on the Limb. Yes. Get out on the limb. Get out. Get out. What does that mean, Dr. Angel? Oh, that's taking the, getting out on the limb is just taking those risks and those chances in our lives to help improve our lives. Okay. The ones we desire sometimes on the inside, but we're a little not so sure on the outside and we don't make them happen. We don't realize them a lot of times. Right. And so this is that show to encourage us that to get out there and get on that limb and it's okay. It's going to feel a little scary and that's okay when we think about climbing out on a limb i think about a tree of course and that's uh, and and when you do climb out there or like a a kitty cat that gets up there and gets stuck or whatever uh you're kind of out there you know with the breeze and the wind and not as secure as when you're hugging the 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 trunk of the tree right it it can be very scary to be out in those limbs you know it's kind of a funny little anecdotal story when my boy were little probably five and six years old they would love to climb trees right and they would spend all day in these massive oak trees in our yard and they so me being the mom i thought i'm gonna be a great mom i'm gonna make them grilled cheese sandwiches and i'm gonna climb up that tree and have lunch with my son oh that is that's a good mom isn't it yes, yeah great idea right great so idea. i climb up with my grilled cheese sandwiches and fruit packs and little kool-aid things and we're going to have lunch, except I did not feel very secure on those limbs. <laughs> and it wasn't easy balancing it with everything in my hands. And I fell out that tree. Oh, my. Oh, but my. But you know what? That happened to be one of the best memories my kids have oh, when we were really little. And nope, wow. I didn't break anything. But you did fall. <laughs> but I did fall. And it, well, you know what? I'm still living in it. It's You're exciting. Still living. And I don't regret tr- climbing on those limbs. All right. So, you know, that's a great metaphor, a great picture story for where we're going with this show tonight. Because so often... We are too scared to even try. We talked last week about fear. If you missed part one of going out on a limb, you can go and listen to it on the podcast here at Tantalk1340.com. Or this weekend, all the shows for April will be put on our website, goyard2014.org, by our webmaster, and then they stay there. So any shows you've missed since September, since we began, you can catch them. And for last week, if you missed it, goyard2014.org, they'll be on there this weekend. So last week, we talked about fear because you said last week, Dr. Angel, that the biggest obstacle 
to getting out on a limb is fear. Fear. It's fear. It's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of failure. It could be the fear of success. Lots of things are wrapped up under that big F-E-A-R word. And fear has been described as false evidence appearing real. F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. You want to comment on that? You know, I've heard that, and I use that a lot. Because it's true, because a lot of times the things that we're afraid of aren't really realized Things that are they going really to don't happen. happen, right? Usually they don't, <laughs> we, and we're stopped in our tracks because we we think they could, and we blow them up even bigger because our little minds have a way of doing that, and we blow them up so big, and it just stops us and paralyzes us it many paralyzes times. Us. Fear is paralysis. It really is. Um, we talked a little bit last week about worst case scenario. Why not imagine that? Worst case scenario, true, because. You know, a lot of times we take that fear and we blow it up and we think all this massive, it snowballs, you know, it grows right. and it grows as we let, let it sit in our minds and twirl around. And when you really realize if this worst case thing happened, could I survive this? Right. Usually it, you can. Yeah. So it's good to kind of let your mind go there. And then I think it helps to calm the fears, doesn't it? Well, you, right. It's combating those fears. It is combating With truth it. and truth definitely helps to take Truth. some of those fears away there you go you also mentioned something a technique to battling this fear or fear of starting out and doing something different last week when you talked about the, the senior citizen uh, scenario do you want to explain that one more time you know the senior citizen scenario is great because it's imagining our life projected at some point in the future a year five years 10 years 20 years 30 years it doesn't matter how we project But if we don't make this choice or if we don't take this limb, how are we going to feel? Mm -hmm. What would our life look like if we do? Yeah. What would our life look like if we don't? And then would we have regrets? Whoa. And I think a lot of people will have to be honest with themselves. If they don't ever take chances of risk, they are going to have regrets someday. Absolutely. You know, and there's a lot of research that's been done on people who are dying and Um, they've gone to them and they're asking them things like life review questions. What do you regret? What would you wish you could have done better? Right. You know, and the amazing thing is a lot of the regrets are relationship based and not taking those chances and doing the things they really wanted to do. Wow. Kind of reminds me of that movie a few years back, Bucket List. True. And that bucket list concept is spread all over the nation. I mean, everybody knows what you mean when you say bucket list, you know. True. You want to define that for and our audience who the, may may be a little foggy on that? The bucket list is just the things that we want to do before we die. Right. And those are like some life aspirations for us right. that we'd like to do. Some some people have adventurous ones or travel ones or maybe just, you know, making amends with something or making peace with something that they haven't been able to make or right. earning a certain career or whatever it is. But people have their bucket list. They do. And interesting, uh, we heard from some of our audience this week, and I wanted you to give a couple uh, scenarios of, th- of things that came to you since our show last week. Well, this, I, this is really amazing. And this is an amazing concept. So if our audience can just grab getting out on those limbs, their life will be amazing. And so some of the testimonials, I guess, that we've heard this week is one person take the risk of taking a new job position. Oh, and wow. it was an advancement, but it was very scary because it was an unknown territory. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so her testimonial came in that she went out on that limb and she took that job advancement. And she is so happy for herself for, for doing for that. Having done it. Finding that courage to just <clears throat> to jump in and do it different. All right. And, you know, it, when we do make a, a, a drastic step in our lives or get out there on that limb, it doesn't mean that it's forever, does it? Oh, absolutely not. In fact, you know, when you get out on that limb, you'll find that it, you do find a comfort once you start getting out on the limb. And you can do it easier every time you start to do it after that. Right. You get used to it. And you just get used to it. And not being on the limb almost starts to feel foreign after a while. Right. It's kind of fun. It's kind of exhilarating to try something different and step out there in areas of your life. You heard from several people, but another one, give us another example. Another person tried a different type of relationship and decided to go out on a limb and try something new and try a different type of relationship. And is What do you mean in different type of relationship? Just a different type of friendship than she's normally used to picking and has picked a different quality of friends and has just found that this... She's it's working for her better. Wow. Okay. That's exciting. So we have actual testimonials from people that listened to the show last week and who wrote in and said, hey, this is how that impacted me. 
So absolutely. And this is, it can absolutely impact <laughs> us and can give us a higher quality of life. Right. And help us to attain what we want to attain. And that's the goal. Let's have a higher quality of life. Absolutely. And we don't want to get to the end of our life and have a lot of regrets, do we? Mm-mm. No, we do not. <laughs> we do not want to sit back and say, I wish I did. I could have done. I should have done. You know, I'd like to learn from those research of the people who sat on their deathbeds and had those sad regrets and right. say, that's not where I want to be when I'm there. Oh, absolutely. So how can I do it different? Change is uncomfortable. We talked about that last week. Uh, but, you know, when we do make a step out there on that limb, it may be only uncomfortable for a short period of time as we get used to the change, you know? True. And as we, we kind of start growing our tools and our supports in that new change. And so then we're better equipped to not feel so foreign to us. And so after a while, it you start to see the benefits of what that change is to you. If it's having better quality of friends, people you can trust in your right. life, or having a better job that's helping you to attain your career aspirations. Absolutely. Um, many years ago, my parents took uh, felt called to the mission field when I was like 10, and they took my younger sisters and I to Central America for a number of years. And our grandparents had a fit that we were going to, making that kind of a drastic change. But I can look back now and my parents did too while they were living and never had any regrets after we got over the the little changes cultural changes that happened right away you know when you get off an airplane and you don't understand what anybody's saying to you etc but it's amazing how my point here doctor is that people do adjust pretty quickly more so than we think we will we do we do adjust rather quickly and so yeah. the things that we're so afraid of that's why i keep telling you it's the big monster in our head that fear, that's what it is because the reality of it is is when we're in it we just start getting in it and finding our comfort and finding our groove okay we talked last week about developing courage muscles yes we did in fact i think i gave everyone a homework assignment to I try something think new you did and i wonder if our audience did that but uh i i did and i think a lot of us have tried different things that we don't normally do you know so that's what it's all about that's what it's all about so uh give us some ideas of how to build that those courage muscles because we i think we kind of left off here last week talking about this we did leave here and i think one of the biggest things and we we just talked about it is that fear that holds us back that fear of failure and so right. that's kind of the thing that stops us from being able to develop courage and I, I was just talking with someone the other day and they were talking about if someone has a 300 batting average you would think, well, that they're a great player. They're a multi-million dollar right. player. Right. But if you think about what does a 300 batting average mean? They're only hitting the ball three out of ten times. So they're failing seven times. <laughs> exactly. And so failure can be that upward momentum to success. Right. And so if you think of it in those terms, we it's okay to fail. Yeah. And stop being afraid of it and let it do its job. Exactly. And to help propel us and give, because we talked about Fear can be the biggest energy source for any change we're trying to make. And I think that might be hard for some of our audience to understand how fear can be an energy source. So you want to just hit that one more time? No, it's okay because there's a lot of energy in fear. It takes a lot of time and effort in our own bodies and our own minds. And so when we take that fear and we convert that energy towards the positive goal, instead of letting it beat us down and hold us back, we're letting it lift us up and move us forward. So in other words, we have to fight the negativity that tries to surround us and uh, come to us from other voices and the voices that happen in our heads in the middle of the night when we're afraid. Absolutely, because they're there and everyone has them. And, you know, one nice thing, too, is when we're going to make a new change is finding somebody who's made that change. Yeah, that always helps. The, the, because, yeah. you know, if you can find a living, breathing person who's done it, it's so much easier <laughs> to think, OK, I can do this. Right. OK. So that's, so that's great, important. That's yes, great. Okay. That's a great tool. So building our courage muscles. We're talking about, you know, just trying the new things, doing things different, getting out of our comfort zone. Right. Because comfort leads to us feeling fearful when we're not comfortable. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people are stuck in their rut of their life in areas. We talked last week about women and men, too, probably, that are affected by domestic violence. And it's very hard to get out of that rut once they're in it. And so it's very important that we develop our courage muscles. Is we, it not? Absolutely. And we're going to develop it like we develop our physical muscles, one okay. practice after the next. We're we talked about it last week. We're not going to the gym and we're going to bench press in the 350 pounds. We're probably going to be bench pressing 
five pounds. I don't know. Right. But you know what I'm saying? We have to work it up. And courage work is it the up. same thing. We need to work it up. Challenge yourself. Try new skills. Try things different. Take a risk. Right. Exactly. Take a risk. Take you, a keep, risk. you keep mentioning the risk word. Um, and risk is really defined as what? Doing something that you're not 100% sure how that outcome is going to be. Okay. All right. Something new. Something, something different. Something new. Something different. Okay. And you're saying that helps develop courage muscles. Absolutely. Because if I, if I push myself to try something that I'm not sure I could do, or I'm not sure I have the equipment to do, I'm taking a risk. I could fail. I could succeed. There's the risk. I may fail and learn how not to do that. I may right. fail and learn I like something different about it. Or maybe I might just say, hey, this isn't for me. But right. I took a risk. Took a risk. I like that. Okay. All right. Um... You, you mentioned you started to talk about this last week, and now we need to really pick up with this. You said something to the effect that we should learn to connect change with our feelings. And, I, I, you know, we didn't have time to amplify on that. So let's talk with that about that, Dr. Angel. Well, that's important to be able to connect it in with our emotions because fear is an emotion. Okay. And so when we think of change, it's already connected to that that big bad F word. Right. And so scary that, word. Absolutely. So <laughs> we want to propel. We want to use the fear to propel us. We need to connect whatever change we're doing into our emotional state. So we want to give our change a deeper sense of purpose. Okay. Purpose. When, whatever this change is, when I feel it's going to have this deeper purpose or meaning in my life, I am now connecting it with a f my feelings. Okay. It's not just this random abstract change. Okay. So let's just take weight loss. Okay. Okay. Because I've been working on this thing here now really diligently. And um, I have been taught through the years, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that when you can connect what you want to feel like, you know, that what they say at Weight Watchers is nothing tastes as good as, as thin feels. Okay. Feels. And that's what you're talking about here. Right. And so when we can connect an outcome with how that will feel. Is that what I'm hearing you Absolutely, say? Absolutely, yes. Okay, and that's the only example I can think of, but it's relevant to me right now because it's it's a daily thing, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to feel like this when I can wear that, whatever it is that I can't wear right now in my closet. So you're connecting this change with your feelings and your exactly. emotions, and so you're going to be more likely to have success right. in this change. That's what you're saying then. Absolutely. It's like the person who wants to quit smoking. If their family hounds them and hounds them and you shouldn't smoke, it's bad for you. Smoking's terrible. It's going to kill you. Da, 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 da. Until they say, I don't want to smoke for me. Right. That's when the change starts to happen. Well, it's the same with drug abuse and or alcoholism, anything. isn't it? It's connecting it with our feelings. I have to find the purpose. That I don't, I want to do this or I don't want to do this because of Something inside of me and some purpose in my life. But having worked with a lot of drug abusers and alcoholics through the years, and I know you have too, I have heard over and over again that, well, I know I should quit. But when you really pin them down a lot of times, it's because my mom wants me to or my spouse wants me to or my kids want me to. And it's not really a personal drive within them. Is that what we're talking about here tonight? Absolutely. And so what you just gave me an example are the superficial reasons. Okay. All right. Superficial does not keep people motivated enough to move forward and superficial. change. Superficial. Why is it superficial because if my mom wants me to quit using or whatever? Because we take ownership of it when it becomes connected with our feelings. Okay. It's connected to our mom's feelings, but it... I'm the one who's got to do the work. I'm the one who has to make the change. I'm the right. one who's got to, to go out on the limb. I'm the one who has to pay the prices. I need to be the one to connect it with my feelings and emotions to have that drive to get through that. All right. How do you advise somebody? Let's say somebody who's got to, let's just pick a, one of these topics. Somebody who wants to quit smoking. Okay. Okay. How do you advise them to get it into their feelings and, and actually make it part of them where well, they can succeed? My first question is why? Do you feel the need to quit smoking? Okay. Now, we all know it's bad for us. We sure. all know the health effects. But if they tell me, because my husband or my mother or my XYZ thinks I shouldn't do this, or they tell me it's bad right. or whatever, they're not ready for that so change. They, so the, you're saying the person has to get to the point that they realize that because of health issues, 
I have to quit. I want to quit smoking because I want to live long enough to see my kids graduate. Now I have the energy. You have connected your change with your right. emotions. And so what's going to happen is you have a deeper sense of purpose for your change. Okay. It's going to compel you to dig deep down when those fears come up because they will come up and to get stay challenging on the course to overcome whatever obstacles coming your way. Okay. It reminds me of a new commercial that I've seen recently and it says cancer doesn't care. Okay, I don't know if you've seen this commercial. Cancer doesn't care. And then the first person says that I wanted to spend my golden years with my spouse. The second person says that I wanted to dance with my grandson, who's like one here at his wedding. You know, and it goes through these different things. So if we can reverse that, turn that around and say, it's motivating when I realize I want to live in order to dance with my grandson at his wedding and he's only one. Absolutely. And so, and whatever that change it is, it, it can be overcoming negative habits in our lives. It could be, you know, going for that new, you know, going back to school to retrain for a career that's going to enable you to give your family what you need to give them. You need to find whatever that purpose is for that change and own that purpose because okay. that's the purpose that's going to give you what you need to get through the obstacles, the overcome the fear and the energy to finish and complete it. I want to pick on you, Dr. Angel Falzoni. You are a Ph.D. and licensed mental health counselor. You just turned 40 last week, and we all celebrated that event, and that was cool. But that's quite an accomplishment for this age, raising three children at the same time. And we kind of touched on your life a couple weeks ago. But for those that, that are like, how can I go to school and do this and do this and take care of my house and, and, or work a part-time job or whatever – this relates right here so well, I believe. You got to see the purpose and the goal, don't you? Absolutely, you have to see. I had to take ownership. I wanted to do this for whatever my reasons were along the way, but I knew what they were and where my purpose was. And one of my things that I kind of lived by was if I want it, I have to prioritize it. I can tell you I want oh, it, but if I'm not prioritizing that's huge. it. No, no, no. Say that one more. That's a bell ringer. We haven't had a bell ringer for a week or two here. Uh, say that one more time. If I want it, I have to prioritize it. I have to prioritize it. Okay. Another. <laughs> All right. That's our engineer, Chris, and his crazy uh, antics in the control room. But isn't that true? It's got to be. On the front burner of your life. And I have to to plan for it, put actions and stuff. I have to prioritize it. You know, I know there's a quote and I can't think it off the top of my head, but you know, if you want something bad enough, you'll, you're going to prioritize it. If you don't, you're going to make excuses. And boy, I can relate to that as far as weight loss. I mean, I'm not grossly overweight or anything like that, but I just want to lose a few pounds, you know, and feel a little better. And, and so a couple of weeks ago, my sister said, here, try this app, you know, and I'm doing, I'm making it a priority every day to track every single thing. And this app makes it super easy. You just put the item in and it tells you the calories and boom, you know what you can eat, what you can't. Super easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like on day 10 now, and I'm proud of myself that I am doing it, but it's a priority because even though... It may not be easy some days to not eat that great big piece of chocolate cake that I would like to eat or whatever the case may be. I've got a goal and I can see myself and feel myself back to that point, having lost those 20 pounds. I can feel it. And there's that feeling connection to this change. Right. You know, and you have to, you're right. You have to prioritize it. And for me, I had to give up a lot of things. I had to give up a lot of my free time and I didn't get to watch the TV programs, go to the movies. I didn't get to have fun time. You're right. My fun time was studying and doing homework. That's right. And so there was a lot I sacrificed to get where I am. Yeah. And so to do whatever you're wanting to do, you're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to prioritize. You can't have it all. Because there's only 24 hours in a day, no matter how many times we want more. But Absolutely. So I'm not going to be able to come home from work and sit and, you know, watch all my favorite shows for three or four hours and think I'm going to be able to do the things I need to do. No, I had to really give up a lot for a long time. So did you sit down, doctor, and say, okay, I want to get this degree in so many months and the way I'm going to do it is this, this, and this? Is that, is that how you did it? I mean, help our, help our people here understand. 
Well, I made the long-term goal of the degree, and then okay. I and I made smaller goals for what what that would take to get that degree, and then I started prioritizing my days, my weeks. I, this is the time I had to get you know things with my kids. I never missed a sporting event. Okay, I brought books and studied when they were on halftime or doing practice. <laughs> I, I've been to Bush Gardens, reading books, sitting in lines, waiting to get on roller coasters with kids. Wow, I've been my books came everywhere, doctors' appointments everywhere. But I was able to, this was important to me. My kids are important to me, which meant my own fun hobbies had to go to the back shelf. Wow. We got so much more to talk about this. (laughs) This is an exciting topic. We want to hear from you. And uh, we will read any text here in a few minutes that come in. And uh, we'll be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boyles Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boyles Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's list and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boylesaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boyles Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products.com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Great songs. Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, audience. This is Go Yard with Mama Mac and Dr. Angel. And we are discussing getting out on a limb in life and what that means and the importance of it and how it can absolutely change your life for the better. Absolutely. Absolutely for the better. We want you to weigh in and you can do that. Here is our text number coming right here to my phone. I'll hold it up for the camera. 727-888-4171. You can write a question, a comment, anything. 888-4171, but that is the 727 area code, 727-888-4171. You can also call in in this half hour if you want, 727-441-3000. Okay, Dr. Angel, we're talking so much about prioritizing. Let's talk about that. You know, what we prioritize is what we're going to manifest and grow in our life. And so there's a great Gandhi quote. Thank you, Chris. That actions express our priorities. Oh, boy. So what are you doing? Why don't you just log what are you doing? Because that's where you'll find what you prioritize in your life. How do you spend your time? That goes along with actions speak louder than words, right? I mean, we can say all day, for instance, that I'm going to lose weight. But if we start actually every day making changes and counting calories or whatever it is you do, it's a matter of what you do is what you're saying. Right. What do you do about the limb? that you want to crawl out on absolutely change is not going to just happen to you usually usually you're not going to wake up one day and boom you're going to have the things you want to have you're going to have to work for them you're going to have to prioritize you're going to have to risk for them you're going to have to work for them took you years to get all those degrees you have but you prioritized and now you just said a great suggestion have people write down Mm -hmm. what do you want them to write down 
what are you, what are you doing for a day? Keep it keep a journal for a few days of just what how are you spending your time? What are you it's doing? Like tracking what are food you doing? for <laughs> tracking your time. What track are you your doing? time. When are you doing it? Right. Because you can find in there what you're really prioritizing. Exactly. You know, we think we like to think all the the good altruistic things is what we're prioritizing, but the truth be told, and you know, today is by the way National Honesty Day. April 30th, National Honesty Day. So it is time Woo. to start being honest with ourselves. That's pretty good, it isn't is. it? National Honesty Day. Why is it that we tend to not be real honest with ourselves, Dr. Angel Fazzoni? It's hard to be honest with yourself. And when we really start looking out and honestly start looking, we might see things we don't like. Okay. And then we have to make take ownership of that. And that's not always easy. And we... it. Sometimes we're called to change then when we see it. Absolutely. So when we can pretend like it's not there, then we we don't feel that call to change. And so today's National Honesty Day, and I want us to be honest with ourselves. You know, there's a quote. I know I use it a lot, but we lie the loudest when we lie to ourselves. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. But there's a lot of people that walk around. I mean, I've met a lot of them, and I know you have too, where they're convinced that you know, they're all this and a bag of chips, you know, and they're really not, you know, in so many areas of their lives. And, they're, and they're not happy and they're not content and they want change. But wanting is, is part of the process, but we need the action. So it's self-delusion, perhaps. True. Like I, we talked last week about people who like to talk about all these great things or these great changes they want and they get everyone's accolades and approval and then they never do anything about it. And then they never it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty common. I think we all know people like that. Oh, I think we absolutely do. In fact, on a personal note, that was something that personally motivated me was that I had certain family members when I was young that had great ideas and great plans and so many talents and never realized one of them. Whoa. And I just remember thinking, I never want to do that. I never want to be like that. Boy, that's good. And you know what? That can be a motivator. A negative Mm -hmm. behavior in someone else can certainly be a motivator for us. And it wasn't even that they were, I mean, their things weren't negative. It was just that they didn't put into action these wonderful ideas and plans and things that they had in their lives would have felt so much more fulfillment had they. Is it true that when people start getting out there on the limb usually there's an event or a circumstance that may propel it or not it 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 doesn't have to be i know but sometimes it is and you're right sometimes it's just you're thrown out on the limb sometimes life come crashing down on you and you're just in this middle of uncertain times a devastation or a tragedy or things happen you're you're all of a sudden maybe your your kids move out you're empty nest and now you have to learn to do it different and maybe now you're willing to try some new changes because you're kind of forced to do it right and so that can absolutely be a time but i would like us to take our own power and and say we're going to do this i'm going to do this now because this is what i want in my life now but dr angel so many people get stuck in that rut of doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results which we know is the definition of insanity and really wanting life to happen or somebody else to cause them to have to change do you know what what i'm saying i mean i know i've known people for years have been miserable in a marriage let's say okay and they'll they'll say some of these are victims of domestic violence and they would say well if he leave me then i'll feel better about it really so i mean in other words they're not going to take their own power at all they're going to allow maybe the change to happen if somebody else forces them to change do you Follow all that? No, I, just I do follow a lot of that. And you're right. That is very common in a lot of arenas in life. The thing with change is it takes strength. And strength takes comes strength. from building those courage muscles and getting and participating in change and not being the victim of change. There's a huge difference oh, between yes. I'm changing because I have to and the world around right. me. Right. That's what me. I'm saying. That's what I'm asking you because a lot of people I feel like get kind of roped in to change because they're a victim in some and then we, and we do hear stories that they were roped into this massive change and then they flew beyond and really were able to grow and develop in their sure, life. Sure, sure. Those are the exceptions. That doesn't usually, is not usually how it happens. It's usually they're forced into this change and then they find a, a new arena and then it's equally not as healthy for them and they're in right. that one. Yeah. So the thing is, is we want our power. Right. We're all about power. I'm all about power. You know, we talk about that almost every week on this show about keeping your power, taking your power. Do you want to define it for maybe some new listeners, what that really 
so they can understand what it means to take your power? Well, taking our power is what we can control. I can control myself. I can control my actions, my attitudes, my beliefs, my behaviors, my priorities. Okay. Those are the things I can control. Right. And so those are the things I need to say. I have all this in my control. I'm not happy with certain things in my life and I want change. Then I need to use the things I can control to help start moving myself towards change. So it's things that you can control in your own life. That's taking your own power mm-hmm. instead of always being the victim. Absolutely. And it's taking back our power, making those choices and our own choice to make those choices. Right. Taking that freedom back. And, you know, with getting out on that limb, there's always that leap of faith. It's leap of faith. That All leap right, of faith. there you go. Define that because some people may not be familiar with when that I term. When I think of that term, it always reminds me of the um, Indiana Jones movie where he had to like walk off of the cliff and mm. there was, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what it Remember is. Remember that, that scene. leap of faith. And it's right. knowing that I'm going to take this step forward, but I'm not really 100% sure that I have, don't have guarantees. It's a risk. Right. But I'm going to try. It's taking that class I might not pass. It's Going for that job, maybe I, I don't know if I'll do it well, but it's better for me and it's upward mobility in my career or whatever right. that change is. It's doing something without having all the guarantees. Right. That's a leap of faith. That is a leap of faith. And you do that when you know you want something better than where you are and you want change, even though change may be scary. And it may be, and it usually is. But that leap of faith begins when the conviction that I don't want to continue down the path I'm currently on is... What keeps you going? I'm unhappy. I'm discontent. I'm going to go forward. I don't know what I'm going to step on next, but I'm going forward. How about when the pain of staying the same? (laughs) That concept, you wanted to explain that concept because I've used that with a lot of people through the years. And it works. And it's true. And it's true. When, you know, the pain of staying the same is worse than the pain of changing. That's usually when people are motivated to make Mm -hmm. a change. You're going to hurt. You're hurting now. It's not what you want to live. It's It hurts to change because it's stretching us and growing us. It's, it's right. painful in a positive way, but nonetheless painful. Right. But why sit in the pain of misery now, waiting for it to get so bad that I can't stand it before I decide to go for the exactly. pain of change? Yes. And why do we? Because it's comfortable and it's not challenging and but all of that. But we don't have to. And that's what the whole heart of this show is about is getting out there. We don't have to sit in this misery for all this long until it's so painful that we can't bear it anymore. Exactly. So our audience needs to understand there are things in each of our lives that can be better. There are areas in our lives that can become more quality. Absolutely. And you know, just a couple of the people that were, you know, you heard from this week, just that stepping out and applying for that promotion or whatever the case may be in a job situation, even though maybe it's a little scary. Sure. You know, maybe doing something completely different for that person, but yet they they took their leap of faith. And so when we sit, we don't need to sit and hurt longer than we need to sit and hurt. But we get used to it. Oh, we get you know, pain and suffering is comfortable after a while. It's just pity party time and all that kind of thing. But here's the thing. It wears you out. It wears you out. It does. To suffer like that? It to does. be a victim? It takes a lot of energy. It wears you out. And to change takes energy. So we need to save our energy okay. to move forward to change. I like that. Yeah, where are you going to put your energy? What's your choice there? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing you saying. And so that leap of faith begins with the hope that things can be different or things can be better or I could accomplish this or I want to take this step. It's that hope. I could, I want, I desire. Hmm. That's good. And what do you say to the person out there who says, well, I really don't have any hope that I can ever be any different in whatever area of my life? I would say that they need to get some professional help. Okay. Without hope, (laughs) we we can't move forward at all. Right. We definitely need hope. And we need the hope of, I could do this, or I may be able to do this. And it can be small hope, and that's okay. Um, You know, we're baseball fans, and uh, I was just at the Rays game the other night. And those guys, you, you mentioned baseball earlier. And those guys, they get to the ballpark a few hours before the game, 
They play every day, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And they get to the ballpark a few hours before the game, and they continue to hit balls and hit balls and hit balls, you know, and just keep at it, keep at it. And when they walk up to the plate, there is a hope that they're going to hit the ball, correct? Absolutely. Or they would not even want to play the game. They wouldn't walk up to the plate to begin with if there wasn't any hope that they were going to hit the ball. But the reality of it is they're going to strike out more than they're <laughs> going to hit the ball. Exactly. But there's exactly. always that hope. Right. And so that hope is important for us to find that hope towards our change. And, right. You know, to let it, to help find the positive aspects of that change. Whatever the changes we're working towards, what are the positive aspects? And focus on that. Um, I remember I had made um, a picture board that I hung up when I had so many goals. Okay. Explain <laughs> picture board to our audience. I'm visual. So I found old magazines and I would go through of all the things that I wanted to have in my life at some point in my life. And okay. I kept cutting out pictures or words that represented the things I wanted in my life. And I made like a, a board with it. Um, in counseling, I actually have um, my clients make a journal out of their hopes for their life. Oh, wow. And we spend weeks decoupaging the covers of, of their hopes where they want to go. Okay. And that was my visual reminder of this is what I'm working for. This right. is what I'm sacrificing for. This is why I'm hurting mm-hmm. because this is where I'm trying to get to. Exactly. So a picture or something like that. Many years ago when I was a, a new, relatively new realtor, in the early 90s at uh, Century 21, there was a lady that sat beside me in her desk, was right beside me. And she, that first year I was there, she became a Centurion agent, which was she did at least $5 million worth of business. Doesn't mean you make that kind of money, but, you know, it's, amount, it's, it's quite, a, quite a level. And there's not that many of them around. And uh, so that next, I was motivated by that. And I thought, look at that. She can do that. I can do that. Now, I was brand new to the career early 90s, but I got my broker one day, and we got Sandy's Centurion statue. It looks like an Oscar. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's about, I don't know, 18 inches tall, you know, and we got that, and we went in, to, and I had somebody take my picture with it, with my broker. It wasn't mine, but it was Sandy's, and then I put it right there in front. When I was on the phone, it was a big picture right there I was looking at me. Well, I was like two years, and I made it. Wow. So, I mean, I really see the value in doing that because that was my goal and I wanted to make that goal. And that's a tangible visual reminder of what it is I'm trying to work towards. Exactly. So there you go. Those are great helps and those are great motivators because there's going to be bumps along the way. And so when you're feeling the bumps or when you're feeling uncertain, those are great things to help you keep your focus of where it is you're trying to go. So you would encourage our audience to get some visuals and put them somewhere or? Absolutely. Make your goal. Make a list. If um, I prefer the visuals because I think it's just something that I can hang on the refrigerator. Most people had no idea when they came to my house what it meant or what it was, but I knew every time. Well, I walked by it, what that was for. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So that helps us to move forward. To leap. Take that leap of faith. Take the leap of faith and then. Because we have a goal. We know where we're going. It just helps when we know where we're going. Love GPS these days. Instead of me looking at a map and trying to show homes, I love GPS is telling me where I'm going all the way down the road, you know, especially neighborhoods I've never been in. Absolutely. It's a great tool. And so we're wanting to kind of create that GPS for change in our life. We and do. so by doing that, we need to kind of know some of our destinations. Now, some of those things on my board, I, I didn't do because once I started moving towards one direction, I realized I didn't really want that goal anymore. Okay. It changed. And it's that's okay to okay. change. It's okay to change those goals. As we grow, our goals may change. Absolutely. They're not written in stone. Guess what? I could just peel it back. They were glued on and I could put something else on top of it. Absolutely. And it was okay. So we need to move forward. And forward momentum is so important. Right. The hardest step we ever take is the first step. Wow. It is. It is. That leap of faith is always the first step. Yeah. That's why I call it the leap of faith. That is your first step forward. Right. And so we want to get that. So we're, you know, then I have a lot of people who, who um, talk to me in counseling and they're like, well, I'm, I'm waiting for the budget to do this and I'm waiting for this to happen and this to happen and have all my ducks in a row and then I can start going towards what I want to do. Right. And I look at them and I tell them, we're never going to have everything in the we world are not. at the same place. I mean, you may <laughs> no. have all your budget ready to go and, you know, blow out a tire or need breaks and, oh, we can't work towards our goals now? Right, right. So to me, those are excuses. Okay. I like that. I think you're right. And so there are a lot of people who will find a lot of reasons why they have to wait for everything to be right. But here's the deal. 
We'll never have all the information we want about things. Okay. We won't. Um, things are changing. Life is a series of guesses, mistakes, revisions. That's how we learn. So I like that. I like you saying that. That it it's we do learn by mistakes. We learn. It, they're not necessarily a bad thing at all. Mm-mm. We can grow a lot. We can learn right. a lot. And so mistakes are just kind of part of the process. And our we all we can do is make the best decision with the information and resources we have today okay. and move forward. Right. So just make the decision, move forward. Don't beat yourself up if it turns out to have been maybe not the best choice. But you've got you to start choice. somewhere, right? It's a step. You know, I think it's Winston Ch- Churchill who had the quote, when you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> People just get in, in the hells of their life and they stop and they set up camp. Right. If and they get discouraged, keep, depressed, defeated, and anxious, and they don't move forward. And if you just keep moving forward, you're going to get through. Well, and I want get you out. to say that again. I like that quote. I think I've heard that before, but that's cool. Go ahead. When you're going through hell, keep on going. going. <laughs> move forward. Right. So you need to have some courage in yourself. You need to be able to trust yourself. Right. That I've looked at this. I'm not talking about making these impulsive change decisions like all of a sudden I'm making this major life decision that I just came up with on the fly. You need to look at it, evaluate it, use your resources. Sure. Trust yourself. Um, Some people are not going to think your changes are great. Right. Some people won't be cheering you on. Um, A lot of people who... Expect that, actually. A lot of people who will give you negativity are usually the ones that are afraid to make changes in their own life. Exactly. Yeah. And so they'll try and talk you out of it if you let them. Right. And so you need to start looking. What's the worst thing that could happen? You know, we talked about at the top of the hour. Most of our fears are unrealized. They're not real. They're in our head. And once we realize that the worst is really not that bad, we're ready for change. Yeah, absolutely. We really are ready for change. You know, failure is not failure nor success is our destination. Success is not the destination. That is a huge, whoa, okay, wait a minute. Let's go back there on that because I'm going to ring that bell on that again. Say that again. Success is not the destination. Now, some people out there are going, what did you just say, Dr. Angel? Oh, I know. Nor is failure because if we fail, that doesn't mean that I should, I'm stopping and I set up camp and this is where I, I sit. If so, Thomas Edison would never have invented the, the light bulb. Right, exactly. And, and if I succeed, that doesn't mean I set up camp and this success and I never need to move for change either. Exactly. Because life, we talk about this is my, you know, we're in a life is a continuous series of growing, emerging and becoming. Right. And once I find this success, I have more equipment to have new success and new change. Absolutely. But we still keep going forward you know it's a process and we need to enjoy the process oh yeah have fun with it you know and some of our audience may be saying how can it be fun to get out there on a limb but in a way it really is doctor it's fun it, it can be fun can be fun. absolutely when you start getting out there and you realize the bad things that you thought could happen some may happen but you know what you got this it's not as bad as you really thought it was right. it's not your life isn't over it's not ruined and you just Got to keep going. And sometimes we take two steps forward and three steps back. Right. And you know what? Okay. Well, I've learned how to take two steps forward, so now I'll just keep taking another step. Yeah, it reminds me of first grade. I remember getting on the bus when I was six years old with a little plaid briefcase under my under my arm uh, with, you know, little papers, tablets, goldenrod tablets and all that. And I remember those first few days of first grade were so scary. It was just like, wow, how can I do this? And then, you know, it's just like you're saying, one foot in front of the other one. Soon now you're in second grade. And then you're graduating from high school quicker than you thought. And then you're graduating from college, all of it. And if we look at life like that and just dare to take the next step, get on the bus the next day. Dare to take that step. Absolutely. And that's what we, you know, great, you know, that was a great word picture there. Um, Winston Churchill, another quote. Here we go. I think we're on his quotes tonight. I think we are. Uh, Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. Okay. It's the courage to continue that counts. Woo, I like that. Winston Churchill. So we want to continue. All right, say that again. We've had a lot of bell ringers tonight. Success is not final. Okay. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. It is. And it's learning to continue to pursue opportunity. 
Wow, audience out there, be challenged. Maybe, hopefully, these two shows have challenged you to want to try some different things and to realize that in order to do that, you're going to have to prioritize your life. And do you want to go back and say anything else about that prioritizing? Because I think that is key to change. Oh, prioritizing is key to change. And action. And if we, we're not going to be able to sit in our recliners or our lazy boys and say, oh, I want all this to change and it's going to happen. We have to make it. Start happening. You have to make it happen. We have to continue to pursue opportunity. We have to put some verbs in place. Right. And prioritize and take those steps. Take the leap of faith. Look at where we're trying to go. Make our board. The first step to change is the hardest. Right. Make your dream board. Right. Make a dream list. What, it is, what are the changes I want to see in my life? Where do I want to go with my life? Um, effort matters. Even little effort. So use it. Right. People don't change mostly because they don't try. Right. Oh, I think that is so true, doctor. I think a lot of people have so many excuses. I mean, you, we've said that a lot during these two shows, but I believe it's true because I've seen it all my life in people. Excuses why this isn't going to work or that's not going to work. Right. So most people, they don't see the change because they're not trying. And when we don't try, then it's easy yeah. To make an excuse. Yes, it is. For why we don't get where we want to go. Right. So put some effort to it. Yep, absolutely. That is critical. Critical. All right. Final thought, Dr. Angel, on this topic of getting out on the limb. Well, I think we need to start practicing getting out on some limbs. Let's start with making some dream boards and taking okay. those first, you know, steps of faith, those leaps of faith, and start working toward change. Make start with something manageable, small, realistic. Let's we don't and add some add some purpose to your feelings. I mean, your feelings yep. it, uh, really count and and attach some real purpose to those, which you'll find that'll empower you and strengthen you to, to work it towards will. that change and get on those wow. limbs. We are so glad you've joined us tonight. Dr. Angel Falzoni has always got a word of wisdom for us each show. We're glad you joined us tonight and you can go back and hear this show. And also, all of the shows for April will be on our website, as are all of them since last September. And that is goyard2014.org. Go there and hit click radio broadcasts, and you will be able to listen. And tell some friends about the show, and we welcome you to join us again next week on Starcom Media and on the Tan Talk 1340 Network right here in the Tampa Bay area. Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to have a great show next week. We're not sure yet what it is, but we will. We have an idea, don't we? Yes, we do. It's going to be great. So stay tuned and join us again next week. Mama Mac here and Dr. Angel. And I want to give a great big happy birthday shout out to Spencer, who's 13. Love oh, you, baby. your baby boy. All right. Happy birthday, Spencer. See you all next week from Go Yard. I got a new lease on